Okay. I just want to say a few things about Trump's new press secretary, Sean Spicer, who had his first some sort of thing like a press briefing this past weekend. Immediate reaction? It was like Trump was talking, but with real hair. Now, so far, from what little I know about Mr. Spicer, I'd say that if he were to be an actual spice, it would probably be some mixture between whole white peppercorns, ground anise, and, I don't know, some kind of jerk rub. If Trump were a spice, he'd probably be a mix of orange zest, mustard, and whole anise. Minus the zest. If I were a spice, I don't know, is ranch dressing a spice? I should say, I am not actually all that worried about Sean Spicer. Sure, he was yelling at the media like a sixth grader who yells at their geography teacher that it's unfair they have to learn geography because geography's a loser and only three people attended geography's inauguration. And everyone knows that this year's curriculum is the first time they're teaching geography using grass covers. It doesn't worry me that Trump's press secretary is childishly angry over the pettiest of issues on his first at bat. Clearly, that's what Trump's mouthpiece's job is, to be angry, childish, and petty over absurd, inconsequential issues. Why wouldn't Trump's spokesman be petty, and why wouldn't he be concerned with non-issues? He's Trump's mouthpiece. And yes, I know, I know, that saying both Trump and mouthpiece in the same sentence is likely a perfect setup for a joke, but I'm not here to talk about mouthpieces, or absurdly ridiculous hairpieces, or anything like that. Let's talk about Sean Spicer's first dealing with the press on Saturday. Obviously, it was stupid. It was meant to be stupid. It's misdirection. It's like Houdini used to say, Look over there! It's a political straw man! And in so many ways, Trump is the ultimate straw man. Maybe slightly the tin man, but with the lion's complexion. But again, Sean Spicer's first dealing with the press was really just misdirection. They're hoping that people start squabbling over how long Trump's standing ovations are. They're hoping that people start quibbling over how many people rode a subway four years ago. And they're hoping that we stop remembering that Trump's appointed a climate change denier as the head of the EPA, that he named an oil tycoon secretary of state, that his energy plan is heavily reliant on fossil fuels, including the ramping up of burning of coal. They're hoping we forget that he's taken civil rights and climate change off of the White House's list of top issues. They're hoping we forget that he's appointed his side head hair to the top head position of his orange... Wait a minute. Is Trump's bald spot also orange? Does the roof match the masonry? I don't know. And by the BT dubs... Saying we can solve climate change by burning clean coal is like saying we can solve diabetes by feeding kids diet high fructose corn syrup, or saying we can solve gun violence by giving violence slightly less sexy guns, or saying we can solve algebra by burning coal. So, as I see it, it's Trump's actions that are not only worrisome, but planetarily terrifying. It's not old Mr. Spicer doing his Trump impression. Well, okay, yes, obviously that they're trying to get people to distrust facts is worrisome too, but uh, no, sorry, you're right. It's just all worrisome. Uh, I'm too can't even right now. 
Next time on the podcast, we'll have guests. There will be drinks. <sighs> Good night, Bradley. This week's episode was brought to you by Rick's Rollerblade Emporium. When you need to roll, why not try one of Rick's Rollerblades? A Rick Rollerblade is never going to let you down, never going to say goodbye, never going to run around and, well, you get the idea. Rollerblades. They're like shoes, but with blades of wheels.